I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome, welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It is Amberly Lyons here, your main Chakra Girl and spiritual BFF, also the founder of the Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform inspiring women to be intentional AF while living their best lives and balancing their chakras. On today's show, we are chatting with Whitney Eckes. She's the CEO and founder of Eckes Marketing, which is a digital marketing and social media agency. She is thebomb.com, you guys. I know I shouldn't say that. That's really lame, but she's super cool. I met her in LA. We totally vibed, drank together, hung out together, ate chips and salsa together, sign up a true friendship. And she is giving so many good tips. So listen to this episode. We're talking about digital marketing tips to be famous AF online, tips on gaining engagement and tracking engagement so you can post what the people want. We're talking about everything you need to know about successful platforms and channels in any algorithm. So I'm home from Iceland. If you haven't listened to my recap in the late, the last episode um, with Amanda from Glowdroma Therapy, make sure you do that after this episode for my full review of Iceland. But I need to tell you first off how I emancipated myself. <laughs> You guys are probably sick of hearing about the kundalini meditations I'm doing and how my intuition has just been super wild and I've been really self-connected, but I've been obsessed with the idea of boundaries lately. And this is like some of the things that have been coming up from these meditations. And the funny thing is, is that the person I have to set the most boundaries with is myself (laughs) because I have FOMO like no other. I like to do all the things I like to do be all the places, do everything for people. But I'm realizing I ain't got time for that. I need to conserve my energy. I need to just, you know, have my energy for the things that I love. You've probably heard me complaining about all the travel that I've been doing, like a spoiled white girl, little bitch. But I was supposed to go to Paris and Monaco after Iceland. And I realized that the only reason I was going because was because I was like, oh, I'm going to be so close. I should make the most of it like a FOMO person would say, but I'm like, no bitch, I'm tired and I've been traveling nonstop and I can go to Paris anytime. In fact, I'm going in September. In fact, I went three times in the last 10 months. I know, super relatable, but I realized I was making the decision out of fear rather than love. And I wasn't actually excited to go. I love my dog. I love my condo. We have this beautiful sub penthouse overlooking the water. Follow me on Insta. I'm always shamelessly posting about it. Um, And yeah, like I just feel like I haven't really been home for more than a few weeks at a time since we moved here. And I'm going to Vegas in two weeks. And I have a few more trips planned this summer. 
So, like, cramming Paris in was just a little insane, especially since I'm going in September for an event I'm hosting with my clients. And, yeah, I just decided not to go. And when we decided not to go, it felt so freaking good. Like, I was like, I know this is the right decision. Um, The only fail was that, and this is really sad, is that when I was going, Kim Kardashian was there. But... So it was like the day I was supposed to be going to Paris and I look and Kim Kardashian is in Paris and I was like, I had already decided not to go. And I was like, almost cried, but you know, Kim and I will meet when we're supposed to meet and it's going to be glorious and we're going to be best friends. So this just wasn't the right time. This is the universe was like, it's not the right time to meet Kim K because you know, there will be a better time. Anyways. So speaking of Paris in September, oh, I'm really, really excited. Also, one of my dreams is to be front row at a fashion show with Anna Wintour, and it's going to be Paris Fashion Week, so maybe I can make that happen. You guys hold the energetic space for me. Also, another vision board item on the fashion front is being on the cover of Vogue with a headline that says podcasters, the new mega influencers. So hold the space for me for that too. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast before, but I'm planting the seeds to manifest it. Okay. Moral of the story. I'm only traveling when I have to, or when I want to, not because I quote unquote should. So you'll just have to wait until September for my Paris shenanigans, but I hope you enjoyed watching my Iceland journey on Insta at the Shocker Girl Co. More pics coming soon. I'm also going to be going to LA a lot this summer for this ambiguous opportunity that I keep hinting about, but not telling you about because it's too soon. If you can guess what it is, DM me and maybe I'll tell you if you're right. Let's get into the chakra tip. I want to talk about pendulums. So a pendulum is basically a crystal on a string and you ask it questions and it picks up on your vibe and gives you a yes or a no answer. So what you would basically do first is you would obviously select your pendulum, buy it. They have lots on Etsy. I think they even have them on Amazon or you can like go in and buy one. And you like hold the pendulum like above your hand or wherever and you can say, you know, give me a yes answer and then maybe it'll start swinging in a circle. And then you can say, okay, show me a no and then maybe it'll like go back and forth so you know what means yes and what mean, means no. And then you can ask it an actual question like, should I go to Paris or should I go on a date with this guy or whatever it is. And then it'll either go in the circle, which means yes, or go straight, which means no. So I really believe that everyone's psychic. So if you haven't listened to the episode with Kesley McCormick, go listen to it. We talk about how everyone is psychic. And your vibes just know what you're supposed to do. Your soul actually knows all the answers. Your soul knows everything. But then our egos get in the way, our thoughts and our minds and our fears get in the way. So the pendulum is just really good at seeing through all that stuff and listening to what your soul actually wants. It's kind of like a high vibe lie detector for the modern mystic. So go pick up a pendulum. I'm going to be posting this week about how I use my pendulum. So again, follow me on Insta at the shocker girl co. Okay. Let's do a chakra shout out to osmosis products from glow dermal therapy. I had Amanda from Glow Dermal Therapy on Tuesday's episode. Freaking love her. One of my besties. And we talked about skincare and all the amazing products. So the good thing about osmosis is that it is a medical grade product, but it is all natural. So even though it like seems super like, you know, when you go to like a medical spa and they're super like, you don't feel like you're at a spa. Like it's very clinical. Like I hate that vibe. Um, Echodermal therapy, she's very, it's like you're at a spa, but she uses medical grade products and medical grade procedures. So 
yeah, I just love that the products actually, like the moisturizer actually goes through your dermal layer and goes deep within the skin, whereas like other products can't do that. So you can't actually buy medical grade products from stores unless they have like uh, someone who is like licensed to carry them. So osmosis is not something you can buy online and it's not something that you can buy um, anywhere. You have to go to like an actual medical skin clinic. So if you're in Vancouver, go to Glow Dermal Therapy, get your osmosis products. I use their cleanser, which is called Cleanse. I use their moisturizer, which is called Quench. And I use their vitamin A serum, which is called Calm. And there's two versions of Calm. One of them is, I think I'm level one, which is the more sensitive one. And then there's like a level two one. So super obsessed. Go check them out and love your freaking skin. So we're going to get into the episode. Warning you, the sound quality isn't the best because Whitney was in her car. She's a busy lady. But bear with us. It is literally totally worth it. And you're going to love it. And you're going to love Whitney. She's so amazing. All right, let's get on with all these social tips. Bye guys. Welcome back everybody to Chakra Girl Radio. We are here today with Whitney Eckes. She is the CEO and founder of Eckes Marketing, which is a full service digital marketing and social media agency that helps brands elevate their digital presence and maximize their brand exposure. They customize packages for each of their clients um, because they don't believe in that boring one size fits all BS. And I like that about them. I just love Whitney. I've had the pleasure of parting with her in LA. And we had a good effing time. She's just the best. (laughs) And I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. Welcome, Whitney. Hi, how's it going? So good. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm just so excited to talk with you. And I just, you know, I just love you. So I'm just excited about this. I love you too. Okay, tell us, what is your daily ritual? So my daily ritual kind of fluctuates, um, but the one thing that I always seem to do is I always wake up every single morning, I go and I make coffee because I'm absolutely addicted to my, my Nespresso coffee machine, and I feed the animals, and then I go down, and I take a shower, and I think about what I want my day to look like. Um, and so one of my practices is actually you have kind of helped me with this, but manifesting your day Mm -hmm. and really envisioning what you want your work day to be. Um, when I first started Ekis, I felt like I was so anxious and so like just stress filled and like every day was just such a, like a fight. So like when I sit in like in my shower in the morning and I have my coffee and I just like picture like the perfect day. That's like the best practice. It just gets you in a good mood. You're just happy. You're like ready. So that's my daily practice. I love that. I totally agree. I like to just like, I like to just like imagine and like make up the day the way I want it to be. Exactly. And And then then most of the time, yeah, most of the time it does. You just like, you like set up your little path and you just kind of follow it. And then it's like, if you're getting mad about something or annoyed about something, you're kind of like, okay, well, this isn't how I imagined it. So I'm not going to act this way and I'm not going to let it get the best of me. And I'm just going to keep going. It kind of like makes you check in with yourself. Yes. No, it's totally that. And I think too, like, I feel like in marketing, it's just like everything fluctuates so much. Like they're, you're either putting out fires or people are singing your praises or like there's so many different things going on all at once that like mm-hmm. having that attitude of being like, no, we're going to like get back on the path. <laughs> yeah, we are just going with it. I love it. So are you using crystals? And if so, what is your go-to? Yes. So, um, I love one of the crystals that I absolutely am just always drawn to is rose quartz. Um, I actually went and like found this like very like raw version of rose quartz. It's like not polished. Um, and it's kind of like a chunk, like a big, big chunk. And it sits on my nightstand, like right next to where like me and my boyfriend sleep. And I just feel like 
it's something that just again sets that tone of like love and of, I don't I feel like abundance with it so mm-hmm. rose quartz is definitely my go-to it's such a good one so pretty it is so pretty that's also to feel it looks amazing on the night yeah <laughs> it's just on brand. <laughs> um, exactly what is, what is your go-to cocktail Okay, so I do have a, I feel like my go-to cocktail lately is I love a good tequila and sparkling water with extra lemon. Okay. I love it. So many people Um, are saying that. I'm not on the tequila train yet. I don't know if I can get on it. I think because I just got so burned out on vodka waters and I, but I still love like a good, like water with lemon and like that little like back hint of like alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so my, I actually had a girlfriend that's a bartender and she was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I love craft cocktails. Like I love them, but they're just so fattening and I'm over vodka water. And she's like, well, try tequila water. And I was like, that sounds disgusting. She's like, no, like try tequila water, tequila soda water. She's like, you can even like have them put like a few jalapenos on the top or something like just make it like fun spicy yeah it's good okay maybe I'll try it I know I keep saying I'm gonna try it because I've heard it's like the healthy alcohol but um, (laughs) (laughs) if there ever was a healthy alcohol um but yeah okay maybe I'll try it fine I'll try it next time I know (laughs) (laughs) perfect what is a beauty hack that you're currently obsessed with Oh, a beauty hack. Um, so I'm right now pretty obsessed with, I have like, I feel like I have a couple. Um, I've actually like, I'm number one, I love oils. Mm-hmm. So like those hips, um, I'm on like a vitamin A right now, which I like actually like really helps like with the cell turnover. And I'm like, totally not a beauty guru but anyway it helps your skin it makes it look awesome yeah I love Um, the vitamin A I have like redness in my skin and the vitamin A just totally balances it out it does it's and it's just like it's nice yeah yeah um the other one is I've been I don't know like I guess it's like (laughs) so I have like blonde my hair is so blonde all the time and I'm always out in the sun so I've been just doing like coconut oil masks and I know it sounds so basic but like going and taking a shower, washing your hair and like just lathering your ends with coconut oil and like putting it up in a little bun, it like smells good. You wake up the next morning, your hair is like super, super soft and hydrated. Mm. And it's, I love it. It's so like so simple. wash it out after? No, you can actually like leave it in like a leave-in conditioner. Okay. But that, so, but you don't blow dry with it and you just air dry it. Yeah. I always just kind of air dry it too. And I think it's yeah. like, it probably is different from person to person, but like, with my hair, my hair is just always so dry because it's so blonde. Yeah. But if I air dry my hair, it's like an afro. So <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> You're like, um, actually, we might need to get a wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my husband, for some reason, likes it. I'm like, You're a weirdo. But <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> On to more important questions Who's your favorite Kardashian? Oh my gosh. I just love Chloe. My boyfriend is like determined that one day Kourtney Kardashian is going to like find him and marry him. Like he's just <laughs> in love with Kourtney, but I'm like such a Chloe fan. Actually, Chloe and Chris, like Chris Jenner is like my freaking idol. Like, oh, yeah. I just want to be her. Like, I just want to live in her life and just know that I had like the mental capacity to handle everyone else's shit. Like, yeah. that's just what I want in life. <laughs> and she just like keeps her cool oh my gosh, like all the time. Like she's just, and she's always positive. Like, you know, I just think you're growing. Like you're going to do so well. Like, yeah. Always. I love her. Total goals. Mom goals. Yes. I love my mom too. Sorry, mom. But <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. Mom, I love you, but you know. <laughs> but like, what have you done to make me famous? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Why didn't you release a sex tape of me, mother? I know. Seriously, mom. Come on. Come please. On. <laughs> uh, what is your worst habit? Um, my dad actually, I love the way he puts it. It's so, he makes, it's like this term he uses for me, but he always says, Whitney, 
don't ever put the cart before the horse. Mm, And I feel like that is so like what I do. That's the worst. It's like when you start worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet, or you start overthinking things that really weren't that big of a deal. Like it's honestly like sometimes it comes down to like, you're just thinking about yourself like so much. Yeah. Like you're, you're too, you're too involved into yourself, you know, where you need to take a step back and be like, you know what? Everything's going to be fine. You know, like I'm where I'm supposed to be. It's all meant to be. It all belongs. Like it's, it's, you just need to take a deep breath and realize that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. And I'll say like all the anxiety that that mindset creates and that that like quote unquote habit creates is Mm -hmm. also, but like it also balances out because you probably wouldn't be as far along as you are if you weren't a little bit panicky. (laughs) Right. I know. Sometimes like if I was always chill, I don't know if I'd ever get, I know like it's a blessing <laughs> and a curse. It really is. I, that's so funny. I've never heard it put that way, but I so believe with that. And yeah. So tell your dad that it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Dad. I got this. Even though I'm freaking out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is a guilty pleasure that you have that you think good spiritual people don't do? Besides watch Jersey Shore reruns. Um, <laughs> well, that's actually <laughs> Right? No, I love the Jersey Shore. I don't even care. Um, let's see. A guilty pleasure. Ooh. I don't know. I feel like that's a difficult one. Honestly, probably, like, reality TV. Yeah. Or just, like, there's some days where me and my boyfriend will just stay up till like, 1am like binge watching like Netflix or any reality TV show we can find. We love Vanderpump Rules. We love Jersey Shore, The Bachelor. He even gets super into The Bachelor. Oh yeah, we love The Bachelor. (laughs) So good. Are you watching this season, Bachelorette? Okay. I have, no, I totally miss, I feel like I always miss the start date. Like I'm always like two weeks behind and then I like catch up because I spend like a day like catching up. So no, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't talk about it. There's so much time to catch up. There's only two. You've got this. Okay, perfect. I, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very fun. But now I need to know, how did you get started with your business? How did it all come to be? So, Ekis Marketing started out as kind of like a happy accident. Um, I was actually in the hospitality industry, and um, I, my father had actually gotten a little bit sick. It wasn't too serious, but it wasn't serious enough for us to kind of look at the future and definitely think about a transition. Um, part of that transition actually was me leaving the hospitality industry and going into the family business full time. Um, but because of this, during this process, um, I started kind of I started kind of working independently under this LLC that I had created within the hospitality industry. And I started just kind of freelancing. Um, and before I know it, I had 10 clients and it, it all kind of just happened so quickly that, um, I just kind of decided to go with it. And then really after influencing Diego, our first, um, event for our second company, Um, my dad came to me and he's like, you know, I really feel like you need to go after this and you know, you need to pursue this, you know, head on. So kind of with the family, not really with like the family blessing, but knowing that, you know, my family felt so strongly about what I was doing and passionate about it. I just went for it. I love that. I love that so much. So for women that are wanting to start a business, what can you kind of say to them? Like what advice do you have for them? Um, I think my first bit of advice, you know, I feel like so many people are like, oh, just go for it. Just do it. Just get out there and like, go after it. And 100% yes. But if I like looking back, get your experience, you know, find your audience and then go after it, you know, make sure that if you're going to open this business, like, you know, set yourself up for a life of success. And I feel like that's what, like the way we kind of like do our marketing is that even though it was like a happy accident, we immediately were like, okay, perfect. Who was like our target audience? You know, who is going to be our ideal client? Who do we want to work with at the end of the day? Um, and I feel like it just gave us so much clarity and yes, go out there, go accomplish your dreams, go start a new business, 
So in terms of like digital marketing, like what made you so passionate about choosing this avenue for your business? Like what are your kind of core motivators in helping people spread their message? Yeah. So, um, what makes us so passionate was it really came out of like a passion for creation. Um, I started like kind of content creating and really wanting to bring people in, you know, or tap, let people tap into this digital space where they really had a little bit wider of a voice, if that makes sense. Um, so I just saw the opportunity and I saw these amazing businesses that really could be elevated. And honestly, I love every part of marketing. I love the creative side. I love the management side. I love the operation side. Um, and I just really wanted to like grow these people. And it kind of started out with family and friends. And from there it moved on to like clients and brands that I actually felt passionate about and that I wanted to personally work with. So it does stem from like wanting to help people, but more so like, I love what I do and I know I can help you. Like I know I can grow a brand. So it's almost that adrenaline rush too that I get. So I absolutely adore what I do. Mm, I love that so much. And you can totally tell, like when I hear you speak about your business, you're just like, so turned on by it. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much. (laughs) So what tips do you have for having like a solid online presence? So someone actually asked me that the other day on my live and they're like, what, what are some good tips with me? Like, how do I establish like a really strong online presence? And honestly, I think it starts with the foundation. Um, I think like anything, again, you need to set your business up for success. You need to know who you're talking to. You need to know what you're going to sound like. Um, you know, what you're going to look like, what people are going to feel when they work with you or when they buy your product or buy into your brand. Um, so I think it really starts with a strong foundation and the consistency and having a really well-built foundation. And really one of the things like I love about you is I love like your branding. And I feel like that makes well too for such an amazing, you know, very, lasting image in people's mind is when you really have like, you know, you have all of your core pieces together and they kind of build off each other, right? Mm -hmm. Like the purple, the jewels and the amazing photo shoot with the crystals, like all of that, like comes to life and like brings like the shocker girl to life. So that's one thing. The other thing too, and another girl was asking me, she's like, I just want like a really large like Instagram. And the one thing that I'm seeing a lot of right now are these like amazing opportunities to go network and go to events. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yes, like grow yourself in the digital space, but also, you know, like it takes, it takes, you know, a full village to get a brand super successful. So don't just invest in like not only digital marketing, but also like go out there and get the low hanging fruit of opportunities go to events, introduce yourself, you know, be on podcasts, you know, have people write about you, um, you know, reach out and like make a name for yourself too. So that way when they, when your name does come up, you know, on the Instagram feed or on the Facebook feed, people know who you are because you've, you know, made an impact on them on a personal level. Mm, I love that. And I think that's so true. Like actual connections, like we're all kind of behind this Instagram mask and like not building actual friendships. It's like, did we forget that we're real humans that have real feelings that want to actually yes. know other real humans? <laughs> like, yes. Like this one girl was like, well, I don't want to go to events. I just want to do Instagrams. And I was like, I, I was like, then I don't know if I can help you. I was yeah. like, you know, unless you're putting in, you know, that's a whole nother conversation, but unless you're doing all this kind of paid advertisement or you're doing you know, this massive amount of work just on Instagram. I don't, I even still, I don't know how successful you're going to be. Yeah. You got to get out there. Absolutely. And I know it's hard for, like, I feel like it's so hard for me to not be in LA. Like, I just feel like every time I see something and I'm like here in Vancouver, I'm like, I need to be in LA. I need to be at these events. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. I feel like you need to move down to like 
Southern California already. <laughs> I know. What the heck? I'm going. It's it's hot. like I'm not gonna move there, but I'm definitely gonna be coming more often. No, so. just get like a really, really like amazing like vacation house in Malibu or something. You know, something small. <laughs> I'm just. I would just miss my dog. That's the only thing. Oh, That's oh my gosh, only... your dog. You have the cutest dog. He's so special. He's so oh, special. And how's your is. puppy? Oh my gosh. Rowdy is so big now. He's seven months old and everyone thinks he's full grown. And oh, I'm no. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> How much does he weigh? He's about, I think right now he's like 65 pounds. Okay. Yeah. That's a big boy for seven months. That's for seven months. Like people are like, oh no, that's not bad. I'm like, but I, I don't know if he's going to keep growing. <laughs> yeah. Probably a little bit more. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So you heard it here first guys dogs we love them <laughs> oh love our fur babies oh my gosh and I feel like and I will say I feel like this does have a lot to do with what we're talking about because people love seeing your real life and when I post about my dog I get so much engagement right no people want to see the person behind like the podcast or the Instagram like they want to like it's like weird how people are like obsessed with like intimacy and like real time photography or like things that are like yeah. real in your life. It's, it's crazy. I mean, like it makes sense. Like we're meant to be connected to people. Like we're not meant to all be just like looking at fake photos of each other. Right. hundred percent. So what about like, what about engagement? Like what tips do you have for getting good engagement on your photos or on your content? Yeah. Um, so I think again, it, it all depends on like what audience you're talking to, right? Like the other day I was having a conversation with someone and they were like, well, how many times do you think I should post? And that's a little bit difficult. Like number one, I think you need to, again, utilize the things that are going to really interact with your audience, right? So say you're a personal brand or you're a blogger, um, you know, and you really want to kind of bring people into your life and really show them that you are knowledgeable in, you know, these beauty products or these brands that you're talking about or your practices, you know, get, do stories, like get, show them into your life, show them what makes you an expert in beauty. Um, you know, and nowadays too, I feel like there's like all with all these new changes with Facebook and Instagram and the algorithm, I feel like people really need to tap into places that people that, you know, like their audience is really paying attention to. So like ways to do that is like, you know, checking your insights on Instagram, checking your analytics on Facebook, you know, what, what posts are doing well. And if they're not posts, what stories are doing well, mm -hmm. you know, really kind of meet them halfway. If more people are watching you go live then go live, mm -hmm. you know, or set it up in a way where it becomes like a series or you're doing it once a week, you know, people can look forward to it after their work day. Mm -hmm. Um, same thing with posts, you know, if you're seeing that, you know, maybe your dog is getting more engagement, um, you know, tap into that presence of saying, okay, look, maybe people want to see a little bit more of my life. That doesn't mean it mean that you need to change your whole brand or your whole aesthetic on, you know, these social media channels, but tap into, into it. Psycho dog woman on, on my website. <laughs> Right. Well, what I've you got, said. Like, I've got like dog sweaters and like. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, you might become famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but I love that. And so, what what systems do you use, or like, what can people use to track their engagement? Yeah. So, um, I don't. We were using. We were just using Instagram for a while, but I really like to look at month end numbers. So one of the ways I do this is that I like to, especially for like my clients or for personal brands that need help with scheduling or they need help with just laying out what they're going to do in 30 days, we use schedulers. So we use things like Sprout Social or Later. Um, I personally like Later because Later is very like, like point and click. Um, and I, that's very simple and easy for teaching, you know, someone that wants to go ahead and start managing themselves or start scheduling out themselves. Sprout's kind of like your heavy, heavy hitter when it comes to analytics. They give you pretty much month end numbers on all the major social media channels, which is really nice, right? So like if you want to be looking at what your link, what your LinkedIn's doing, you know, or if you want to tap into your Instagram and your top posts and things like that, it actually helps you a little bit more because you get a lot more information regarding like the time period. 
And I could talk about this all day long, but I think, you know, going back to what I originally was saying is that you need to kind of understand, you know, who you're talking to, how to kind of serve them, how to provide the value where you know it's going to stick the most, and then, you know, really execute. Mm. No, I love that. So can, if, so can anyone use Sprout? Like, is it a paid thing? Like, is it difficult to set up? It is a paid thing. Um, I believe for like one account, it might be, they might have like, actually, I don't even think they have a free feature. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I know it is paid. Um, and Sprout again, is it's, it's better for multitasking multiple social media accounts later is actually free for one social media account. So like Instagram or Facebook. Okay, cool. But but yeah, adding on more, you definitely have to upgrade. Okay. I love that. I think everyone should be like more on top of their things, even knowing like what time of day to post. Like, I don't know. How important is that? Do you think? Well, right now it's like ever changing. Um, but I think at least like you need to just lay out your Instagram. Like you need to be on brand and like, so yes, like pay attention to your optimal times, but also like know what the heck you're going to be talking about and what days you're going to be talking yeah, I think that that's where I'm lacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. so hard. No, you're like killing it. You are fine. You are doing amazing. Thank you. But it's really hard to like, so obviously you probably suggest batching all your content. Yes, I suggest batching, but I do think that like, yeah, so there does have to be some flexibility. Like if you're getting like, you know, press missions or you're on a podcast or there's things that are like relevant, then you need to have some flexibility in your schedule to add those things in. So I think batch like 50% of it, but the other 50%, like be ready for opening opportunities. Yeah. And I think it's nice to actually like be in the moment too. Like, I think it just comes off more authentic if you're like posting something because you feel really passionate about posting it at the moment. Absolutely. Like for Ekis marketing, our Instagram, we always like schedule it out 30 days in advance, but I probably post about, again, like 50% of those posts. Everything else is very, like you said, in the moment. Yeah. And that's like what, yeah. And that's like what social media was meant to be. So like be on top of your shit, but also like show that realness, right? Mm -hmm. hundred percent. So what channels are you thinking are like, what channels are people seeing the most success on right now? Like, is it Instagram? Is it Insta stories video? Okay. So I'm all about Instagram stories. Like Mm -hmm. if you're the type of person that can give me like a hundred Instagram stories in one day, you are going to be one of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it just goes back to like that real time moment. And not only that, but you know, there's, it almost seems like the more relevant, you know, the more relevant that you're staying in real time on Instagram, it seems like, you know, you're almost reaching a larger audience now with this new algorithm than you would be with just a like similar post. So what I mean by that is when you, when you do a story, you get the opportunity for, you know, to fall into this line of all of your followers, right? And it kind of also too, like alerts Instagram a little bit of like, Hey, I'm here. I'm posting something right now. Mm. If that makes sense. Whereas oh a post. Yeah. Nowadays we're seeing like posts, like being like suggested by Instagram. So like you're getting like people that Instagram thinks that you want to see and not necessarily like people that are in chronological order. So stories, I think just really help kind of give your engagement that extra boost. So what's different with the algorithm? Because all of a sudden it was chronological and everyone, all of a sudden it wasn't chronological and everyone was mad. And then it was chronological and everyone was mad. So now what's it doing? Yeah. So honestly, it all comes down to them really trying to create this community of like friends and family, right? And not so much of like these brands and advertisements and kind of spam that were like, we were, remember like on Facebook when all you would see was like the tasty like food videos. Yeah. Like you would scroll through and you had a hundred of them. Yeah. So ever since, not like ever since that, but I feel like we're seeing less of that. And that we're also seeing more of a movement toward again, that community style based algorithm. I feel like on Facebook it is working because Facebook has changed the way that their algorithm works. 
Um, so you still see a lot of friends and family now and not so much branding, but on Instagram, I feel like now it's just, it suggests that people, it's supposedly they Instagram went on record recently and said that it suggests that people that you're more engaged with, like on a regular basis. Right. So this one girl was actually talking in the article and she's like, I think Instagram thinks Kim Kardashian's like a family member because her posts are always at the top because she's always liking them or commenting on them or looking at her story. So yeah, it's hard because it went from like just through so many changes and now even still people are like, well, Instagram suggested this and said, this is what it's doing. But like, I'm still seeing like, you know, people that maybe aren't like my friends and family or community based on the top of my feed. Yeah. I hear you. And it's like, I don't know. I I feel like, but no matter what, I feel like people aren't going to be happy and you just need to like deal with it. Like you can't, I feel like so many people like blame the algorithm and it's like, well, you know, at the end of the day, you can't control it. So you just need to learn how to be fucking awesome and get your like show good content without having to worry about that. Oh, exactly like what you said. Like, just get out there. Like, you need to get out there. You need to do other things, too. Like, it's not all just about Instagram. And I think we get so caught up, you know, especially being, like, headfirst into the social media world and business. Like, marketing is also more than just social media. You know, marketing is also about elevating your brand in the other, in all the opportunities, not just one. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. So like, get out there, people. I can't just, you can't just pick one. How important is video? Like, I have like a weird resistance to it. Like I can do Insta (laughs) stories, but like pre-recorded video and like YouTube, it's just like not my jam. I really tried to start a YouTube channel and I like like, got all these videos recorded and then I was like, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) Um, I think it varies. Like, for example, like we see these beauty bloggers that like had YouTube channels and they were like killing it but then you also have people that like just post on like their facebook community and have these unreal community pages that are also just killing it yeah so like yes i think video is always going to be like the most like stimulating like form of media but i think it all comes down to like who you talk to so if your people are interested in seeing you on videos then you're gonna have to do a lot more videos Okay, well, hopefully you guys are okay with just the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Amberly. <laughs> Damn, so you're saying I have to, like, do my hair and makeup? No. I know. <laughs> no, podcasts are, like, I can't believe how, like, on fire this podcast world is now. Yeah, it's kind of funny because there was a point where I was like, oh, no, it's, like, podcasting is, like, over or like it's too saturated but if you think about it compared to like Instagram it's like I can name maybe 10 podcasts right and, and like, like good ones too good ones and I only listen to like three yeah so it's like and think of how many amazing cool Instagrams that I follow and like religiously look at for advice so oh, I just think gosh, there's yeah. so much room in podcasting I feel like sometimes too when things like kind of go on like a trend or you see like more than like eight people like doing it people are like oh it's saturated yeah totally honestly in the large scale of things it's probably not that saturated no there's always room and there's yeah exactly there's always room to find people to talk to and the right people to talk to totally I love it okay what let's talk about your other sister company, Influence San Diego. Um, you did an amazing event and you had some like really, really great guest speakers. Tell us about your event. Yeah. So Influence San Diego, I'm like, I'm so in love with it. It was such an amazing, beautiful thing. Um, it honestly started out too as something that was just going to be a brunch that connected influencers and brands together. And we decided, you know what, let's just not do the like next typical like influencer brunch. Like we are, we all know how to create content in this room. Let's take it to the next step and do something that not only gives back to our community, but that like just keep, like just inspires all of us like to go into San Diego and to like make it our home of business and to be that positive influence over the entire community. Mm, 
And it was like, it totally was that. Like we, you know, worked with charities. We had these amazing speakers that were either, you know, of influence in the San Diego community or they were small business owners or they were from brands. Like, and we all just kind of got together and like let listen to them speak and listen to them speak about the San Diego business community and their like either their impact on it or their <laughs> San Diego community's impact on them. And it was just beautiful. It was amazing. I love that. And you're, you have an event coming soon. That's not quite yes. solidified and it's going to maybe be in LA. Yes. So we are actually in works of influence Los Angeles and it's actually taken us a little bit more time than we anticipated, but I think we're just ready to take, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, everyone can go to an event and I just keep want, I want influence to keep building and keeping so special. And so with that, it kind of took a little bit more time for the second one because we really wanted to change some things up and make it a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, yes. So I can't really talk much about the details, but I can tell you that it's in the words. So exciting. And I will freaking be there this time. I know. I know. We missed you so much. Last <sighs> I know. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> so excited for you and all the things that Ekis is doing. So let's move into manic moments and manifesting. Yes. Okay. My last meltdown. I've had to come up with a lot of these lately, so this one's not that good. But I will tell you that I am currently sitting in a heap of laundry, some clean, some dirty. I ran out of hangers, so <laughs> I <laughs> some just came in on Amazon Prime today, so my life will be figured out, but I'm kind of sweating at this mess right now, but also trying not to let it bother me, but it's really bothering my husband. <laughs> like, so what are you going to put the clothes away? I'm like, Oh, when I get my hangers. Yeah. When I, when I get there. <laughs> when I get there. Okay. So that's just like a little meltdown. And the last thing I manifested, I am going to Paris and I just found the freaking cutest little place to rent. So first off, we were like looking this, maybe this is another meltdown. We always (laughs) travel to like last minute and we're like going in like a week and we haven't booked a hotel and everything was like, like, I don't mind spending $800 a night for a hotel if it's like not tiny or like, it's like actually where I would want to stay. But the prices are just for some reason insane. Like Paris usually isn't this bad. I don't, it's just, I guess, cause it's so last minute. So oh. I was like, okay, maybe we'll do like an Airbnb. And I was like trying to be really positive about it. Um, but I found the freaking cutest one in St. Germain, which is my fave area. So I'm feeling excited about Paris again. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we're going that soon. How awesome. I know. It's wild. Okay. Tell me about your last meltdown and the last thing you manifested. So my last meltdown, I feel like actually Amberly, me and you chatted about it on one of our calls. Yes. And it was really like I felt such I don't know. I feel like women especially really like encounter the like um, imposter effect or the imposter attitude where they feel like they're not worthy of like success or like self-love. Mm-hmm. And for me, my meltdown was just like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? Like I am like, I'm never going to make it. Like if people really found out like who I am or like you know, like I'm just such a fraud and it was like the worst probably meltdown because I felt like looking back, like I love the way that I've grown my company and it's not out of arrogance. It's out of confidence. Like I think my company is so beautiful. I'm so proud of it that like that negative self-talk was so just poisonous. Mm, I hear you. Oh my gosh. So actually me and you were on a talk or a call and we went through the envisioning a future self. And I swear it still gives me like chills and makes me cry. Mm -hmm. But the best thing that we, that we talked about was looking at having your future self, just like give you a hug and wrap you in love and tell you that you're going to be fine. 
Like mm-hmm. you are going to be unreal and so good and so fine. So yeah. that was my manifestation. I swear I think about that probably like once a week. Oh, that makes me so happy. It was the meltdown and the manifestation. It was all in one. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I'm so glad I get to be a part of that. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was honestly like manifestation, like envisioning your day or your future. Like I think all business owners need to do it. I think yeah. there's no, like literally like it's the same thing as write, writing down like your 2018 or 2019 goals and like really like sitting there and being like, this is what it's going to look like. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're just totally. doing it. I like to, I like to see the picture before I write down. I don't even like the word goals. It reminds me of like people that run marathons and I can't, with those people. <laughs> um, but like it's sorry, sorry to any marathon runners out there. <laughs> just super fucking jealous. Cause I'm so lazy. Um, but no, I, I like to see the picture first. It feels so much better to actually like feel it than just to like have it written on a piece of paper. I mean, I do write them out as well, but I don't know. You got to see it, feel it, taste it. I think you're so right. I think that like it brings it to the next level when you feel connected to that, that vision or that dream or that ambition. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally. Oh my God. Okay. This has been so amazing and I just love you and you gave so many good like online empire tips. So I'm so excited for everyone to go and implement them. (laughs) Tell us where we can find you. Yeah. So you can go ahead and find us at ekusmarketing.com. Um, ekus is pronounced like wet kiss. Please don't call me (laughs) (laughs) ekus. Um, and it's, it's like, it's kind of funny. I don't know where your last name comes from. We're all like, literally like, I don't know, mutts. I don't even know where our, <laughs> where our family comes from. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you guys can find me at ekusmarketing.com. Um, for any, actually right now, for any personal brands or people that are already in, you know, a personal brand space that want one-on-one consulting or one-on-one coaching, we will do a free call for a free 30-minute call. Amazing. I love that. So you guys, if anyone is like needing some digital support or just wants to chat with Whitney, book this free call. I'm going to post a link to it for you guys. And I think that's so nice of you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's just for your readers because I love you. Yay. Awesome. So happy. Okay, guys. I hope you loved this. I know I did. So many good tips. Have the best day ever. And Go work on your online presence. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.